Hey guys, Paul Reddick here, and today I want to talk about the financial return on your son's baseball ability. So every player has a moment, parents too, where they kind of get a sense that their son is more talented than maybe kids on their team or kids in their town, um, and that kind of pops the idea of, wait a minute, like, my kid may be able to do this, you know, first we think about high school, but then we're like, wow, like, maybe... Maybe you can do this beyond, you know, and this usually happens like eighth, ninth grade where people start to start to see that, wow, if this, you know, trajectory continues, um, my son could be a college player. Now, I've walked a lot of parents through that moment. You know, when did it first occur to you that um, your son could be good enough to play at the next level? Now, you know, most parents can kind of ballpark it. And I say, what, what were what were the images? What were the things that kind of flashed around in your head, you know, when you thought of that? And, you know, most people, it's, it's pretty similar. You know, um, what's interesting is that a lot of times it goes back to um, basketball. You know, the NCAA Final Four and all the attention and the excitement and the drama and the you know, uh, celebrations that we see when teams win or the underdogs and, you know, this focus that's put on um, college basketball in March. Um, some people go right to the College World Series. Some people think about, you know, the bowl games and, and the big, uh, you know, football teams and stuff like that. So everybody kind of has this this mixture of these images around what a college athlete could experience. And in that can evolve a real distortion. Now, in addition to that, there are more subtle effects of this return on baseball ability. In that there's some social equity in, um, in having your son get a baseball scholarship or play at a certain level. So we can't deny it. And this is often a moment I'll have with parents where I'll say, let's, let's kind of, let's cut the crap. You know, let, let's, let's kind of get this out on the table. You know, every parent would love to be able to say, well, my kid got a scholarship to, you know, Vanderbilt or my kid played division one at, you know, Holy Cross or, you know, that, that's, there's some, there's some equity there for parents. There's some equity there for um, the player. Right. To say that they got a scholarship or they were recruited or they played at a really higher level or they were a commit, you know, being a commit is a big deal now. And so um, in that, again, can cloud all kinds of judgment. It can cloud um, activity as far as what steps you're taking in the recruiting process. Um, sometimes that that um, that idea of our you know, if we're the player or we're the parent, that idea of what is possible can also, you know, cause some inactivity that we think we're just good enough. You know, especially if teams have maybe sought out your son, you know, so if your son was sought out from a very early age, even like, you know, as, as young as eight now, you know, eight, 10, 12, 14, all the way up, that, that teams were seeking him out to play at higher levels that, you know, it, it would be totally, you know, um, reasonable to think that that will kind of continue, except this college recruiting process doesn't work like it does on even local or even say state levels, because <clears throat> the pools are much bigger, and talent 
develops at different rates. So you may have a kid who's 14 and might not have shown a lot of potential, but at 18, you know, grows into his body, sprouts, and all of a sudden has a great potential. So when it comes down to a return on your son's baseball ability, one of the jobs that um, I have as their coach is to kind of really look at the hard numbers. And so let's, let's just call college $200,000, right, per year. The most baseball scholarships will be in the 25% to 50% range, 50% being on the high end. There's no full baseball scholarships. Anybody that tells you they have a full baseball scholarship is lying to you. So let's say it would be reasonable to think if your son was a scholarship player that he would get a 25% scholarship, and that would be a $50,000 scholarship over you know, a $200,000 four-year education. Now, that would be a return on your son's baseball ability. Now, what sometimes happens is players and parents can kind of try to fit the other aspects of a college experience around that opportunity. So they'll, you know, they'll may, they may move to places that they, you know, weren't thinking about living or, or think that it won't matter. They may go to schools that have educational opportunities that might not have been on their radar um, or maybe are limited in some ways or at least maybe aren't um, interesting to the student. Um, it might be the size of schools, the social environments, and, and the, the, the location as far as like city or country, not geographically in, in, the, in the country, but I mean as far as like, you know, where is it as far as the, the type of environment that they're in. Um, they may have taken on maybe more financial risk for the balance of that tuition. Maybe they took out student loans or what have you. And they maybe even made some baseball concessions to play at that higher level and accept that scholarship that maybe, you know, they understand that, that a coach will recruit other players at their position. They understand that that scholarship is not guaranteed. Um, they understand that if they get hurt, they might, they could lose that scholarship. A coach could just change his mind and remove that scholarship. And so we've, we've accepted all that risk around baseball for a $50,000 return. So, one of the exercises I have parents and players do is to go research what is the lifetime earnings that you could expect on average based on where you go to school, the quality of your education, the level of your education, and even how you perform as far as, you know, uh, grade-wise in the classroom and fields of study. And sometimes... That is a very sobering moment for parents because we could be looking at a few different options for school and one school has sucked up all the oxygen because that school has the scholarship offer or the potential of a scholarship offer. So all of the um, efforts and activity are pushed towards that school. And I look at, you know, real black and white dollars and cents. If we remove all the labels off the money, we remove the all of the anything, all of the adjectives, all of the labels from the money, and, and we don't call that a, a baseball scholarship to a brand name school or Division One school. All the labels, all the adjectives are gone, and we're just looking at it like here's a fifty thousand dollar return, and a graduate from this school will earn X, or you have the option to go to this other school where there might not be a baseball scholarship, but. Students who graduate from this school in your son's field of study and perform at a level that your son's capable of earn 
more than X. And then sometimes it is so significant. I mean, significant in that it could be as much as a million dollars on average, on average, right? So it could be more. And so oftentimes I'm pointing parents to, do you really want a return on your son's baseball ability? Or do you want him to have a great life that will yield much higher returns? Because you don't want to spend, take a $50,000 return on his ability. And then he gets a, um, a lower rate education that ends up affecting his ability to earn for the rest of his life. Now, again, I know a lot of people who are, I would call idiots, who went to really great schools. Right? That doesn't mean that's guaranteed, but it's a pretty good indication. And sometimes it takes just a little bit of calming down because that idea of getting a scholarship or being recruited is so seductive. Again, it's, you know, kids like love posting it on Twitter. They love, you know, signing day and all of these things. And these things are very momentary. And I don't want kids to make long lasting decisions that have a permanent effect in a very temporary state of mind. And parents, we can get caught up in this too. It is totally reasonable and very innocent for us to get caught up in this as well. It's very exciting. It also kind of has a lot of the seeds of, well, maybe, maybe my son could get drafted or my son could play at the next level. Um, I'll talk about the realities of professional baseball and contracts and uh, getting drafted in another podcast. But understand that the return that you want from this four-year period of his life is the return on his lifetime earning potential based on where he went to school, the education he got, the quality of education he got, the degree he majored in, the level of education he attained, um, and how well he did. So uh, that wraps it up for today. Have a good day, guys.